0: Bod Welcome to this episode of Dad Bod History, or as we like to call it, Dad Bods and Dungeons. Yes. That's right, folks. We're going to do a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Uh, I'm Jake. We got Eric and uh, got my brother in law, Kyle, on. And uh, what we're going to do today is create our characters for a Dungeons and Dragons style campaign called Nations and Cannons. And the premise of this campaign is you are set in Revolutionary War era America. So you're in the colonies and you create characters based on. Types of soldiers, trackers, um, indigenous peoples that would have existed in the, in the colonies at this time and would have participated in one way, shape or form in the American Revolutionary War. And that's our setup. Otherwise, it's going to be pretty unscripted, pretty loose, and uh, we're going to create some characters. So this is our session zero, and then uh, we'll get a campaign going and, and work our way through the Revolutionary War. That's it. This sounds thrilling. I'm very excited. In right. uh, Nations and Canons, and we'll, maybe we can throw this up later, but Nations and Canons is created, who is the group, Kyle? Um, a group that you saw, and you were that actually the one that turned us on to this.
1: Yeah, um, they actually, Nations and Canons, we, um, I will get a, uh, through the magic of editing, hopefully a little bit later, I'll get the proper shout out to them, but uh uh, Nations and Cannons was actually built by a grant. So that was, it's one of the reasons why it's so cheap to download. You can download the uh, little plug,
0: I guess. You can download the. I'm sorry, charter. did you say it was built by a grant? Yeah, this was made like a government grant funded mm-hmm. this Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Oh, so this it's is, just uh, propaganda. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It's a secretly secret propaganda. Uh, yeah. I knew it. Uh, it's this is the, the whole, deep state. Yeah. It's the whole gamification to trick people into enjoying to learn history
0: yeah so. it's just the worst it's
2: also effective
0: yeah because here we are all right um and yeah so it's created by a grant and i'm looking at their um i guess their players manual or starter rules uh doesn't have a company but uh lead designers pat luke mooney uh, Colin, Me- Messier is one of them. Uh, Lynn a Rascal Games, Flagbearer Games. Okay, yeah. Lynn yep. Rascal Taylor, Adrian Cohen, Giancarlo Montalbano. Oh. Who's that? Ricardo Montalbano, G- Giancarlo Montalbano, and James Roche or Roche. So those are the creators of this game. Uh, reading the starter rules, it's very exciting to see how that they. Took Dungeons and Dragons and adapted it, and I think it follows the 5e general yep. guidelines, uh, right?
1: Yeah, all of their all of their weaponry and whatnot is directly connected to 5e in one way or another. This is basically just creating subclasses
0: of it. Okay. So, yep. All right, well, let's get rolling. What do we got to do, Kyle? So, the
1: first thing we got to do instead of in a standard 5E, you would uh, um, basically what? pick a race, but instead you pick basically a region you're from. Okay. So, so they have some really interesting regions so that you can either like uh, from Canada, the Ohio country, the Mid Atlantic, New England, you know, deep south, Gulf Coast. It, helps you pick which languages you're going to learn. And uh, more importantly, it can also help you pick, like basically before you come become your big character, um, you, you've basically started off with something uh, such as a background and then like a minor job. For these guys, they have like an officer, a pioneer, a renegade, a scholar, and a scout, mm-hmm. and a war veteran. So instead of picking an elf or a dwarf, you would pick like I'm a war veteran from so I can't be an the orc. Ohio region. No, got to be a human for this oh. one. There's, oh, this is
2: sorely disappointing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's little known Glory. history that the
0: elves helped, but you know, well. <laughs> little known <laughs> <laughs> that, that d- dwarven sappers won the Battle of Yorktown. Yeah, all right. So we got to pick a region. So what were the regions again? So
1: the regions that they
3: have
0: on page four. uh, Yep. If you start
2: there.
3: Yeah, and it's. I mean, they put a lot of
1: detail into this. It's really like it's from a historical
3: perspective. It's really nice to just see how much they're just trying to include everything. Okay. It's just they have like
1: the the languages that sort of you can sort of figure out, you know, if you if you if you start off as a Hessian heritage, you can speak to the Pennsylvania Dutch to an extent, but you can also talk to the regular Dutch and
3: Prussian. It's kind of fun.
0: So I, I'm on page four and it just took me to renegade. Or pioneer. Huh. And it shows Anna Maria Lane, Peter Francisco. Those are. So am I look?
3: Yeah, those are I
0: just. Look, um, am I looking at the wrong document? Is my question.
1: No, no, those are. So those are. Um, they just have little examples of what. Uh, so, so let's see. For you, for page four, yeah. You know, then the next page down is the descriptors of
0: of pioneers
1: of pioneers. The yeah. actual... Um so page in game
3: in the book itself if you look at the bottom left hand corner it's page 4 All right
0: All right I'm going to go I'm going to go Canada I'm going to be from Canada <laughs> Just to stick it to Eric Audible okay. scoff <laughs> <laughs> that's my region c-a-n-a-d-a canada i'm a wandering canuck i got lost i came to boston lost all my money in a card game and now i'm stuck in new england i'm a scots irish
3: from the Tidewater. Okay.
0: I like it. My name is Pierre Wee-Wee. So put that down. Character name. I'm going to
1: create a support character for you guys from the mid-Atlantic.
0: Dutch. You did good. I'm really chapped about losing the Seven Years' War. And uh, I'm looking for, looking for revenge in round two. A Patrick
2: McTiernan, McTiernan, make it hard to say on purpose. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I got a name. I got a region. What's next, Kyle? So next is picking uh,
1: basically one of these classes of officer, pioneer, renegade, scholar.
0: Okay, so an officer has some off uh, specific traits. Yeah. I think they know more than one language.
1: Everybody knows at
3: least uh, uh yeah. at least one language, but some of them know several. Okay. I think I'm going to be a scholar.
0: How how against type for you, the, Eric? You you being the normal bruiser in reality. Oh, you know what, then? I'm going to be a renegade. Know. Renegade! All right. I don't know. Now, you could be a
2: scholar. That could be useful. What were you going to go with? I want to go with something that's going to complement
0: well. See, I don't know. I'm looking at officer. So one of your abilities scores will increase by two. Uh, you can choose your heritage. Um you can you're usually British or colonial if you're an officer. Um you are commissioned, so you have more money to start with as an officer. Uh you speak your naval naval. I think a scholar knows the second language. That's I useful two other languages. Okay.
1: So one thing I will say is that not everybody is proficient with firearms right away. Okay. So that is part of the like uh the veteran is proficient with uh so um,
3: keep that in mind, you don't have to become proficient with firearms right away, but okay, all
0: right, uh, I'm leaning towards veteran or scout right now uh yeah i'm going to be a veteran of the french and indian war or the seven years war so i get a second language i get my language france french and then uh i will also pick as my second language uh british so english british
2: and then british people to understand jackson
0: yeah Yeah. So we Kyle, we interviewed this 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 guy on uh yesterday or two days ago, and he's from England, and um he wrote this really great book about tyranny and, and or totalitarianism, the crystallization of totalitarianism. His name's Jackson von Uden, and he's from England. And when we were emailing back and forth with them, we were trying to figure out the time because they're eight hours ahead of us um in England. And then Eric, once he realized it, he goes, oh, man, so you mean I'm going to have to translate a British accent? <laughs> like, like he was uh, Dick Van Dyke speaking Cockney from uh, Mary Poppins. Hello, governor. You know, And so anyway, super, good, super great conversation,
2: though. I wanted to ask him, like, can you turn the accent off or is it it's always on? Yeah. Really? There were a few phrases he used that I struggled to understand what he meant. Initially, uh-huh. just a couple of words that he used in a different way than we would have. Yeah. It threw me off. Okay. But, all right. So I'm a Scots Irish scholar from the Tidewater. Okay. And uh, I
0: speak English, Gaelic, and Low German. I'm a French Canadian from the Seven Years' War. And uh, I speak English and French. You also speak German. That's good. That'll help us when we deal with the Hessians. Low German. Oh, yeah. So,
2: So, so not the Kaiser's German. Pennsylvania Dutch. Just those from Munich and those lower areas. Okay.
3: All right, and I will actually. One of your
1: supports will be a pioneer uh, from with. From the uh, Mid-Atlantic
0: region. So, so are we going to be able? What's to your game? name, Jake? Peter Wee oui Wee. Oui. Oh, I'm pa- going to be Patrick Patrick McTavish. Pierre, Patrick McTavish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Isn't it from Call of Duty? It very well may be. I think there's a McTavish in Call of Duty. There's anyway. A, yeah. Pierre McTavish or Patrick McTavish and Pierre Wee oui Wee. Oui. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm the veteran. You said you have a pioneer, right? Yep, is what you created. So you have a pioneer, a scholar, and a veteran. Um, what's next?
1: Uh, next is trying to decide on your class. So go to page twenty. Okay, and so they have one the firebrand. Is a complete like they completely made it themselves. And okay. it goes to uh level 20, which is a little weird because uh well I'll get to that into that in a So
0: minute. firebrand. It looks like they can inspire people.
1: Yes, they're kind of like their version of the bard. Okay. they I think they have like Patrick Henry as an example,
3: and okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so they have skills, bardic skills. Yes. Okay.
3: Let's see here. And
1: the uh, the other ones have, uh, the other classes you can choose from was uh, fighter, rogue, paladin, uh, not paladin, rogue, ranger,
0: and barbarian. So a Grenadier would be a Barbarian. Yeah. Shock infantry who specialized in breaking up enemy formations. I like that. So
3: we didn't choose classes, but was...
0: Those so are what we chose, or? Origin.
1: So there are four things you're going to choose, and it...
0: My, so, you could be a barbarian scholar, is yeah, what you're telling me. You could be a barbarian scholar. Okay. So,
1: yeah, it's, um And so, the four things you choose for this particular type of world building is the region you're from. Uh, what do they, how do they list it? Instead of race, they list it as just your origins, just Your origins are your regions and your type. So, officer, and then you choose your class. And then the last thing you choose uh,
3: is your profession. Okay. Which starts, or background,
1: which is those start on page 39 and they give you personality quirks and a little extra equipment and stuff you would start with like you can you could be a barbarian scholar convict from ohio (laughs) (laughs) because ohio i don't know i just gonna pick on ohio i guess i like it or there's convict, folk healer, fur
3: trader, homesteader, immigrant, uh, parishioner, and son of liberty.
1: <laughs> That's it. And if there are particular, and if you want some help in just kind of guiding you through this, you can kind of explain what If you have an idea in mind, then we can kind of shape it around that,
3: too. Is there a particular for your. uh, Eric, you're making a
1: scholar and did you decide. uh, On a class at all or what you would like to do with them.
2: I kind of want to turn him into a scholar
3: turncoat. Does that make any sense?
0: Sure. You were seeking knowledge that that your previous benefactors just couldn't handle. Man, they couldn't handle the real truth. Yes, so I mean, my parents were tobacco farmers, so I'm basically already a. And you had the audacity to say something like, "Well, you had the audacity to say that I don't think tobacco leads to long life." That's probably what it was. And they it's threw like you the out Surgeon you. General warns it causes cancer.
2: Yeah. And they're like, who's yeah. a surgeon general? There
1: you go. You could you could become the Surgeon General.
2: Yep.
3: All
2: right. All right. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna be a, a fighter,
3: fighter turncoat. All
0: yeah. right. Because of my charisma. All right. I'm gonna try to be a ranger. I think that's that's where I'm going.
3: Okay. So I,
0: so I'd be a trailblazer, okay. right? Yep. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. That, um, so do the the book suggests due to the deadliness of bullets in this campaign that we start off at level two, actually. Okay. Uh, well, um, basically in the beginning i think i will tonight we'll just uh get you guys familiar with how this works period and go from there so we can start okay. off at level one and if if we get if we get the characters all made and uh, we can try some fighting and then we might push it to level two but Okay, I'm not going to get you guys killed right off the bat by accidentally miss you know, accidentally shooting one of you in the face and killing you in one hit.
0: <laughs> and I, that was the end of Pierre. Wee wee.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So
1: for fighters, um, I guess this is. Um, so we, you chose a ranger. Yep. You chose a fighter. And I think trying to trying to create a. A background supporting character that you guys can use every once in a while, kind of do a.
0: Could we, um, and I know we've talked about this, Kyle, you and I, adding at least a third.
1: Yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get a hold of uh, Josh in time. He didn't get back to me yet. Okay. But yeah, this, um, I'm being no problems handling up to five people with this type of campaign. All right. So if anybody
0: knows anybody, like my books, right. I do. I like your shelves, man. I've got my revolutionary. Are you just doing right the two?
2: No, you I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. I'm going to put one up and then a couple more below. Okay, but I've got look. Awesome. I've got Washington and Hamilton
0: right here, and Grant. Here we go Grant, General Grant. Never heard of him? Yes. Oh, and so the backgrounds is where you pick your profession. All right, I'm going to go fur trader as my profession. So I'm going to try to keep it. Uh. Chapter three character choices. So I'm going to kind of keep it, I guess, with type as far as being from Canada. Right. So you'd be a veteran of the Seven Years War, possibly a ranger. Uh, fur trading is a big export for France from Canada. Um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be my plan here. Keep him kind of going with type as far as his origin. You there, Kyle?
3: I am. I was
1: muted. Uh, so, I was just talking. To, I was just talking to myself like a crazy person. Um, yeah. uh, for Eric, do you have anything in mind?
2: Thinking a son of liberty.
0: I'm not sure how that works with turncoat though. Yeah, is. You there betrayed goes. America because you're the only true patriot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, couldn't, you, <laughs> couldn't you be a turncoat from the British?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I'm Scots Irish. I've always hated the British. Yeah, mean I think it works. Where do, I, where do I put this? Just under background? Character so,
1: for, for your character sheet, you have class level. So, for me, I put rogue. Um, background, I'm putting homesteader.
0: Uh, for race, I, I'd put veteran. Okay. For my For class race. level. Race,
2: that has to do I, with uh, your race, right?
1: Yeah. Race is the where the region and like the pioneer or the scholar, that's where those two go. Each one of these gives you uh, little extra bits. Um, sorry. I, I was sitting next to the pumpkin muffins and uh, somebody came over and desired one.
0: Hey, they're good pumpkin muffins. I was not offered one of these. I can show you one through the camera.
3: That's not helpful. All
0: right. So now what do we do? If we've got our origin, we've got our, I guess, class, got our background, we've got our Character choices. What's next?
1: So, well, now we're all good. We can fight the dragon. The revolutionary dragon,
0: right? Yeah. All right. Um. Smaug. Smaug. So. um. Do we roll? I want to roll my dice. Okay.
1: You can, you can roll your dice I if that's what you want app. to do. Uh, so.
0: Got an app wait. for that.
1: Uh, first thing we need. The next thing we can do. Right now, since Jake wants to roll his dices, we can. We
0: don't have to do it if there's something else to do. No, first, there's,
1: we can, uh, honestly, this won't be a bad time to do this because right after this is when we start adding in uh, extra points.
0: So do you can see, but uh, beautiful. Langston picked these out. My daughter picked these out. They're unicorn dice, so, you know. They're imbued with the magical power of the unicorns. So I'm excited to see if they how work. How many unicorns are killed to make those? Well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dice. So seven unicorns. <laughs> one die per unicorn horn. It They're wildly inefficient, but that's, that's how it works.
2: got to squeeze the magic out of them.
0: <laughs> what? So
2: what do we do, Kyle? <laughs>
1: Oh evidently buy stock and unicorn. Uh so there are if you look on the left side of your sheet, you see stuff like strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Yeah. So you're gonna roll a D6 four times and write down and basically drop the lowest number and then write that down that number down
0: somewhere. For each for each. So strength, do it four times. Drop the lowest number.
1: Well, you can, uh, you can. So, I'll just say I rolled a, a twelve, a thirteen, oh, a fifteen, geez. a ten, a eight, and, uh, and a nine. Just those are just random
0: numbers. But I'm saying you do that for each uh, trait. So yeah. F- for strength, roll four times. Drop the lowest. For dexterity, um, roll four times. Drop the lowest.
1: Almost roll, roll, do that pattern six times in a row. And then you pick where you put the numbers. So, wow. so if you have something like uh, your character class, if you look at your character class, uh, it will say, um, I'll get you the exact page here, but uh, on page 19. It uh, the primary ability at the very bottom. It says new subclasses, and it says primary ability. So
3: for the for the turn code, it should be strength and charisma. Uh, for road dexterity and wisdom, and you're a ranger,
1: so wisdom for the trailblazer.
0: That would so, be my primary.
1: Yeah, so you would want to put one of your highest numbers in one of those. Um, in wisdom, okay. Yeah. Uh, just to just to give a a quick rundown of these things: strength, obviously, how much you lift, how hard you hit. If you decide not to use firearms, Uh like, and you wanted to do something like become a crazy melee attacker, you know, you could. Probably want to invest in strength. Dexterity is what you use for ranged attacks. So, for aiming a gun and firing a gun, you want to use dex. You it's want dex. really low scores.
0: So, the you're really one, leaning into that Ben Franklin type, Eric? Is that what I'm hearing?
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you roll four dice and you drop the lowest dice. So the highest you can get is like eighteen. Yeah, average is about ten. Six. Uh, a ten is an average person in any of the
2: fields. So I can. I'm gonna go talk to my wife tonight. I can be like, I really am a ten.
3: Yes. Sir. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for for me, things like charisma in real life would be like a seven. Five two so. two. <laughs> And since this is your guys's first campaign ever, right? More or less. Yep. You guys can re-roll ones just because that way you guys have a little bit higher. Okay. Oh yes, let me do this. So if if you drop the one, you can re-roll it, and just uh that's not how you. I didn't. I right. didn't
0: roll any ones. I rolled it. A- Quite a few twos, but no ones. Okay. All right, so I've got my six numbers. I can assign them how I want. Because I'm a ranger, mm-hmm. I oh, should make sure wisdom is one of my higher scores, oh. is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. And just because I'm a nice DM, I'll, do, you'll, I'll let you roll one more number, and you can replace that with your lowest group of four. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm not going to say no to charity. <laughs> six. I mean, you can. I mean, you're like, no, I'm keeping just these six,
0: right? All right, I can replace a seven with a twelve, or no, a seven with a fourteen. Oh, well, there you go. I'll take All that. Right.
3: That's better. Okay. All right.
1: Um, so I, I'm just gonna go through. Forgive me if you like, if these are uh, just using this type of self-evident but uh uh strength again we already said like how hard you hit how strong you lift dexterity uh how good you are at balancing you know like if you're running on rooftops or you're throwing weapons or shooting weapons that's dexterity constitution is your hit points basically and getting sick so like if you catch a disease or something it's a constitution throw our constitution safe. Okay. Uh, intelligence is uh, how smart you are, how many, uh, how good you, you are at figuring things out. Uh, wisdom is kind of like understanding what's going around on around you. So things like perception is wisdom. So like if you were walking down the street You would use wisdom to figure out that somebody was trying to surround you to capture you type of scenario. And then charisma is just basically uh, how good you are at talking with people and blending into the crowds
3: or convincing people of things or straight up lying. So. So let me know when you guys have all of those
1: placed where you think you want to have them placed, and just let me know.
0: All right, I got them. Okay. So, do I need to tell you I rolled?
3: Uh you and don't know have where to. they are.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, uh, eventually, I would like to know just so I could, I can keep it uh, in case you lose your character sheet.
0: Because that seems to happen a lot in life. So, for strength, I'm a 14.
3: Okay.
0: Dexterity, 14. Constitution, 12. Intelligence, 11. Wisdom, 15. Charisma, 10. Okay. So now I've recorded it for all time. There you go. Those are my initial stats. So. Uh, strength
2: is 17,
0: dexterity is eight. You are a jack scholar. <laughs> Holy man. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Constitution is 12. Intelligence okay. is 12. Wisdom is 14 and charisma is 17. Okay. But wow. put a gun so in my people, hand. So I will if, shoot myself.
1: <laughs> so if people don't agree with you, you snap them in half.
0: But he's so charismatic that they're going to agree with him. It's just a backup plan. All right. He's just getting yoked in his free time. I love it. Awesome, man. (sighs) Now what do we do?
1: Okay. um, Now the best thing to do would be to – go do those, like the roll for the personality traits and the little flaws and quirks that your character has. Okay. Um, if you want, you can, I, I will say, if you want, um, roll your D8 for it, but if there's something like uh, that really sticks out for you... So I, we're- they start on page, so they, they start uh, with, uh, for Eric, you, you chose Son of Liberty, I
2: think. Yeah, I, I so rolled a six, you, I value action over planning.
1: Oh, okay, and then you roll for each one of these, there's, so for personality trait, and then ideal, then bond, and flop. And you write those. You can write those on uh, the right hand side.
0: Uh,
1: there's the four spots uh, right below where you put your name and information. It's on the right
0: hand oh, side. Oh, so I roll. The, so I roll a D eight for the personality trait. I roll a D six for ideal. D six yes. for a bond. D six for flaw.
4: Yep.
0: Uh, and then and a D eight for preferred prey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ladies are my preferred prey. I am Pierre Wee <laughs> Wee. Oui, oui. Oh, that's not an yeah. option. Man. That might be under flaw. Not with Pierre. Pierre Wee oui, Wee oui is a ladies' man with no charisma, but that's not the point. <laughs> All right. Hygiene. All right. So. Oh, I rolled a D20, not a D8. All right, let me get my D8. Well... Five. Mistakes cause lives. I double and triple check everything I do.
2: So my personality trait, I rolled a six. I value action over planning. My ideal is camaraderie. My compatriots and I share a bond forged in flames. My bond, I rolled a five. Only when we are free of British rule can I and my family truly thrive. And my flaw is nothing like me. If someone isn't with us, they must be against us. There can be no compromises.
3: Okay, so
2: the book read me, I guess.
0: Yep. Some typecasting going on here. Well, a jacked scholar with great charisma. Yeah, that's Eric. That's that's the guy. And no compromises. Yep. I rolled a three for my ideal. Uh I am a, I will earn society's respect by making myself indispensable bond Two. it is my duty to ease suffering any way I can this is very fun for me <laughs> yeah I'm just saying it's I'm really enjoying this because it's we played in college a bit Eric but uh, and then Kyle you and Eric and I think uh Julie and Mark played uh, for a couple sessions several years ago, but I haven't played hardly at all since college. So it's fun to do this. And this part of it is, is a lot more fun than like World of Warcraft. Flaw. Learning something new is worth any price. I don't think that's much of a flaw. That's why. Well, now now I think about that and the Germans in the thirties and forties learned a lot, but the price was definitely not worth it. So That's actually, I get it. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's a real flaw. All right. Oh, and then I gotta do preferred prey because I'm a fur trader. Pierre Wee Wee is rounding out. I like it. Four fox. What does the fox say? All right. Now what do we do? I got more personality traits. What was your? No, that's home. That's a homesteader. Okay. Not all me. right.
1: So some of the things while you're on uh, your
0: there are things like uh, skill. Let's see for skill proficiencies. Yeah. So I see I have skill proficiencies in nature and survival. Okay. So I, I would mark those yeah. on my sheet here. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay um tool proficiencies vehicles water other proficiencies in language so I'm you get me on a skidoo and it's on I've, i'm
2: gone my skill proficiencies i can choose two from among deception intimidation and stealth i feel like i'm going to go with deception and intimidation <laughs>
0: Love your character. Stealth your character is, not is so cool. <laughs> right now, your character is basically Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but with glasses. That's it's your character. Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. from Jumanji. That's it. Yep. That is it. You are Jumanji <laughs> the Rock. Oh, it's going to be great. It's amazing that the Americans almost lost this war if they had these kind of guys on their team. That's great. All right. uh, tool proficiencies. Okay. So I am proficient with vehicle, water vehicles, so I guess boats and rafts. Um, says I am proficient also with a leather worker's tools or navigator tool. Okay. I think as a fur trader, I'd be proficient with leather worker tools.
1: Okay. And you put that right down in the bottom left hand box. So yeah, yeah. other proficiencies and languages.
0: Okay. Eric, and what are the other languages you know? You know Low German, in English, and what? Gaelic. And Gaelic. Yeah. What other languages are there? So that's there a in...
2: very first, second page. It shows the different heritages.
0: Page yeah, three The language man. groups. Okay, I see him. I'm going to do a little bit of Google research here.
2: Okay. So I'm going to have proficiency with <clears throat> munitions kit. And then one type of vehicle, but I don't know where vehicles are.
1: There's a really big page on it, and it just has one word. It says force. Um, no, there's, uh, there's carriages and whatnot, I believe, um, I did not see any actual,
3: um, actual vehicles in this itself.
1: It would be, they're usually right after the weapons and equipment. So there's like weapons, equipment, tools, supplies. It says poisons, and then it goes right into artillery. So yeah, all the the uh, vehicles are going to be in the actual player's handbook, which is going to be stuff like horse, uh, horse, geez, uh, horse, and carriages, boats, you know, that type of stuff. If there's anything you're particularly interested in, we can hammer it out.
2: Well, I'm going to have a proficiency with some sort of vehicle, so we'll get that later.
1: Honestly, yeah. And I have no problem saving it to uh, have you start just using it as an actual you know, plot device. You're like, oh, now I can do this.
2: I like it. Oh, I get another language.
1: Yeah, sometimes you can pick up, like,
2: just
1: a regime or something.
2: Well, because that's under Sons of Liberty. So I think I'm going to go with yep. that. oh, something different. I think it would be great for me to know
0: Choctaw.
3: I was going to say, uh, nobody,
1: I think, knows yet yeah, the First Nations.
0: It's uh, funny because like, I was just, that's what I was researching. Uh,
1: so I mean, historically, the how do they have them listed in here? Okay, they have them listed in here is the Iroquois Nation, but yeah, the Iroquois, for the most part. I mean, they did split, but you know, they they sided with the British.
0: Uh, I'm gonna pick Wyandot because they fought with the French. Okay, um, that makes sense. During the War of the Conquest is what the French call it, um, but y and dot will be my other language
3: okay,
0: so English, French, and y dot so y and dot you know y and change mine.
2: yeah, I think I'll stick with Choctaw.
0: All right, and equipment, navigator tools or leather worker tools, a set of traveling clothes, one wampum belt. Two hunting traps, a healer's kit, animal pelts worth two pounds, and a pouch containing one continental dollar. Okay, where do I put that equipment? Is there another page for equipment? Uh, bottom center,
2: first page. Equipment.
0: There it is. Where are these little cells?
1: So those are usually where you put uh, weapons.
0: Oh. Um, Wait, an
2: equipment?
1: Oh, wait. No, the, the cells, I'm sorry. The cells are money. Excuse
0: me. SP, CP, EP, CP. So, CP, copper,
1: CP for copper piece, SP for silver piece.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, those will not really matter so much in this. Well,
0: well, it says we have some money, so I've yeah. we got... Well, no, oh, I, mean, I, have no I, have, I have no money yet. Yeah. I have yeah, so, stuff.
1: So, I guess we could do uh cp could become CD for continental dollars since it's going to have one of the lowest currency
0: exchanges in the game i'm just going to put a dollar sign
1: all right yeah a dollar sign and pound i'll probably keep it pretty simple and just go with dollar sign and pound
2: make sure each colony has its own coinage
0: yeah that's in its own exchange rate i want main bucks is that a thing <laughs> Disney dollars. Hey, why do I pick Maine? They aren't even a, it's, <laughs> they, don't become the, they don't become their own state until after the war. All right, um leather worker tools, traveler's clothes. <laughs> Two one, one wampum belt. To animal traps.
2: I've got a broadsheet of encouraging citizens to join the revolution.
0: Do you? That's yeah, cool. You're a propagandist.
2: Yeah, and I have a symbol of the Sons of Liberty. Also, one dollar <laughs> in Continental dollars.
0: animal pelts it doesn't say how many it just says they're worth two dollars all right two pounds i should say
3: so you guys are going through the uh let's see here. all right So, the next thing we can do just to
1: get this part out of the way. So, the um, we have the you have all of your skill proficiencies written down and the equipment that's given to you.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, Through your okay. So, now we'll just go to
3: page uh, starting equipment on page. (laughs) Forty-nine.
2: The dollar varies upon inflation. Well, I mean, part of how prescient.
0: Calciant
2: starting time calculating the inflation on a given week during the revolution. Uh,
1: Actually that that (laughs) might um, there's I mean. Uh, when was it? Uh, I'm Googling for a second. So um, I'll have you guys, I'll send you off on this first. So for Eric, you're a fighter. Mm -hmm. Um, You pick uh, one of these different routes, A, B, or C. And you pick one from each column there, from each row, excuse me. And that is uh,
3: your starting equipment.
2: So I can pick A on the first row and B on the second row?
3: Yeah.
2: Broadcloth coat and riding boots, leather buff coat and hobnail boots, or cavalry carp. So I got to go look at like the equipment, right? Yeah, where's the equipment? It's a couple pages down.
1: Yep. So you can either start off with twenty
3: pounds or the starting equipment.
0: So there's a ranger, so I can pick okay. Yeah. So a broadcloth coat and a woodland cloak or leather buffet buff coat, and a fur cap.
4: No.
0: A fusel carbine or a longbow with 10 arrows. I'm going to go with letter B.
2: Leather buff coat and hobnail boots. Do you have spikes in
3: them? Is that right? Hobnail? I think so. I
0: mean... What are you? Fighter? A firebrand? A what? A fighter.
3: Yeah, you're just gonna like kick somebody and leave holes in them. A bayonet strap.
0: So do I pick one from every row, every row? Yeah, um, every dot. Yep. Oh man. And if and
1: if it has an asterisk on it, it usually means you find it in this
0: particular book. I can find what it is.
1: Yeah, like the description, like for a hunting pouch. You can then go down and Yep, hunting pouch, you can add your proficiency bonus to the damage and healing of poisons and poultices. You can equip
3: one additional light weapon.
0: Okay, so a broadcloth coat. A leather buff coat. Oh, so that's an armor. Okay. It's not just fashionable. You go with a
3: Highland pistol. Okay. So this part, apologize.
1: Um, you do start off with um, knowing weaponry. They have it. No, I just uh, they have it split off in the actual simple, uh, simple melee, simple ranged, and then martial melee, and martial ranged. So they just okay. I wasn't sure if it
3: was going to be its own thing or not. That's that was just my mistake. Sorry. So. For a ranger,
1: well, oh, for a fighter, you're going to be able to basically pick up any of these weapons and go,
3: hey, I can kill people with this. For um, uh, rangers,
0: Okay, so I'm going to go broadcloth, coat, and woodland cloak. Then the next row I have a choice between A, B, or C as far as a weapon. Yep. So fusel carbon. Let's see what the guns are.
3: They start on page 54.
0: Yeah, I'm there. I don't know what a few oh there is fusel carbon. 2D8 piercing. Two-handed, reload one, misfire one. I don't know what that means. I guess we'll figure that out. (laughs) So you roll, when you
1: roll a, uh, so when you roll a weapon that has, when you roll a gun attack, you roll, and if you roll a one, it uh, doesn't fire at all. And mm-hmm. if you don't basically unjam it, the gun breaks, and you have to have somebody who knows what they're doing fix the gun. Okay. And that's one of the that's one of the support roles that um, this character is going to do is going to be able to
3: help
0: fix your guns when they break. So my guy's a veteran of the war. He's also a fur trapper, fur trader. Tossed up between the gun and the longbow. The gun does significantly more damage. But the longbow has four times the range. Eric, what are you doing for weapons?
3: I've got a are, you your, are you just using
0: your fist? A coat
2: pistol.
1: He's using He's using a picnic table.
2: Yeah. I've also got those hobnail boots. I awesome. just kick my way through. Take through our
0: way to freedom? Yeah. Oh, man, it's is tough gun or longbow. And
1: the other thing is,
0: uh, when we're going through the
1: first little couple of scenarios, uh, If you guys don't like a particular thing, you can switch it out.
2: I don't like my strength.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, workshop this with me. I think my character doesn't... I think he doesn't like, not that he doesn't like, but because he... When he left the army, he went to become a fur trader. He now primarily hunts. And so he wouldn't use a gun. Did fur traders not use guns? No, this one wouldn't. Well, I mean, fur traders use traps. That's how they did most of the hunting. But I think him having a gun, his whole thing, he'd be like, it's too loud. So I think he's not going to start with a gun. He's going to start with the longbow. Okay. And we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll pick up a gun along the way, if he, but at least to start. That's my, that's my logic, at least. I like it.
3: Where's the starting equipment page? Mm-hmm. that is on page
2: 49, 49. I get yeah, a piece of artillery started.
0: no oh. <laughs> i want a cannon
1: well if you're a grenadier i think you can get one
0: what is a what is a wampum belt because i've i have it's, that twice now
1: uh, here, I'm going to Google. It's basically uh, a decorative belt that usually has, it stereotypically has a picture of four squares and then a triangle in the middle to represent the five nations of the uh, Iroquois Confederacy.
0: Usually. Okay. So it's a decorative it's- belt and then I can put belt loops on it which apparently belt loops allow you to hit carry more. Is what I'm seeing here. Yes.
3: Wampum belt.
0: Takes four days to craft. Sorry, I'm trying to figure this out. tallow, two pints of oil, poisons. Um, Poison sumac. You know what? I got, when I was a kid, I had poison sumac and it was awful. I'm just telling you, it was, poison ivy ain't got nothing on poison sumac. It was devastatingly bad. I don't know if you guys need to know that, but here we are. It helps. Yeah. Built loops, you can equip two additional one-handed weapons. Okay.
3: So, you guys have your equipment? Yep. Yep. All right.
1: So, equipment, your... So, Eric, this part will be a little tricky. And Jake, I'm going to have... I'm going to come... Break the uh, uh, the Zoom, and I'm going to hand you a book for a second.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. We can edit up this part. Eric doesn't edit. This is all free. Raw. Yeah. I've got
2: 3.5 behind me, but this uses 5E, right? Yes,
3: it does. It's too bad. All right. Uh, I will text. I will throw a a link here in just
1: one second for you to pick your proficiencies or whatnot, or I can just shout them over the uh, over Zoom. That's as good as anything.
3: All right. Um. Honestly, so there are two. Uh, Oh,
1: Jake is doing this thing. There are two different ways to do uh, hit points. Uh, For the first level, it's ten plus your Constitution modifier. And the way you do a modifier is ten. 10 basically is a zero, and then every even number is a plus. So 10 is a plus zero, 12 is a plus one, 14 is a plus two, 16 is a plus three. So in that little circle below each of the numbers, so if you have like a 12, you know, you can just put a one there in that little circle, and you're going to be using those a lot.
2: Does that make sense what I just said? Is eight a negative one?
1: eight is a negative one
3: okay and actually before
1: we move on we picked the class skills but we did not didn't grab for your.
3: So for like the veteran, you're, you're a, uh, uh,
1: you're a scholar, correct? Yeah. Did you write down the proficiency bonus stuff that you got from your scholar? I doubt it. The, so there's all these scholarly traits, like you gain a plus two
3: to your oh, nice. intelligence. And
0: charisma, right? Yep. God, you have a 19 charisma? Mm.
4: Oh, man. So Watch before
0: out.
1: before you uh finalize your things, if you want to switch any of them around knowing that. And so, and Jake, you got uh, what was yours again? The veteran?
0: Yeah, he's a veteran.
1: So you get constitution score increases by one and your dex
0: increases by one. All right, that puts me at 15 dexterity, constitution 13. Uh, next is the heritage
1: part, which you guys already chose. Then it tells you how fast
0: you are. It's so at 30 feet per second. Is 30, feet
1: per, 30 feet per six seconds.
0: Oh, one yeah. Round Heck is, of a 40. Who's yeah. <laughs> that guy power walking? It's just... <laughs> All right. Heel toe.
3: Let's see. Armor class. Let me check it.
0: What are you doing now? Are you doing modifiers?
4: Yeah,
1: I was uh, doing the modifiers and finishing up the...
0: Uh, uh, let me figure that out.
1: All right, so for modifiers, a plus 10 is a zero, and then every even number after 10 is a plus. So 10 is a plus
0: zero, 12 is a plus one. But do I 14. just roll a D20 or do I roll some, like four sixes? What do I do? Oh, to get those? Yeah.
1: No, so the, so like, uh, what is your strength?
0: Oh, 14.
1: So uh, in that little bubble right below strength, it, like in the strength box, you'd put a plus two there.
0: Uh, okay, so dexterity is 15 plus two. Yep. Oh, well, I, I wrote these things. in the wrong spot. I wrote these under saving throw. Okay. It's going
2: to kill things to end this next couple minutes tonight.
1: Yeah, that was that was. I figured I was going to introduce you to. I'll give you a quick setup. You're going to meet uh, the history. We're going to start on see you're gonna meet a Oswald Eve outside of Philadelphia on March
3: seventh seventeen seventy And so for anybody who's a history a big history not
4: there
1: was a I want to make sure I have the right date here before I stick my foot in. Now, that is two days after the Boston Massacre. So we're going to start this campaign two days after Boston Massacre started. And so they've gotten the news in Philadelphia, and everybody's talking about it. And you guys are going to be meeting with a person in Boston, I mean, in Philadelphia. If that's all right with you guys yeah is do you mind if i drag you in that way eric or do we want a little bit more story to get you involved
2: however however i just yeah i just know my time is running short okay. so um
1: this honestly this part is uh so um, Oswald basically states that he needs um, to pay some people to um, basically clear out an area north uh, north his name?
3: Oswald Eve okay he's uh about
1: he's in his Late 50s, late 40s, somewhere in there, it looks like. Um, uh, he basically wants you guys to uh, help. Uh, there's a place called Chestnut Hill, which is north of Germantown, which is about 20 miles north of uh Philadelphia, and he would like you guys to start clearing out an area along a river up there that has a nice strong uh, basically has a waterfall, has a nice small waterfall that flows into the river, which flows uh, into the. uh, I'll give give you the name later. Sorry. Okay. But that's all. And he'd like you guys to, uh, he'll give you uh, very uh, deliberately uh, gives you, instead of pounds, he gives you uh, uh, continental dollars and uh, says that he would like you guys to keep this a little bit under wraps for now. Doesn't want you guys talking about it. And we'll do a, the first thing, uh, do a perception check. And Jake, you have this. And uh, uh, Eric, you do not. But if you do not have the perception skill itself, so you would just roll a d20 plus your wisdom modifier. I so have perception. You you do uh, as a ranger. You will have perception. I'm just so, so
2: you plus two, so a ten.
1: D okay. tw- D twenty. What do I roll? You roll a D twenty plus your wisdom plus two. So what's your wisdom modifier? Like what do you have for wisdom right now?
0: Uh, plus two, so it's plus four. Yep. Uh, twenty one.
1: Okay. I'm
0: super perceptive.
1: Yes. Eric, you notice that your beer is empty. Uh, that it is unfortunate. Is <laughs> uh, Jake, you notice that uh, there are four people who are really, really badly pretending not to listen. There, You have four people trying to eavesdrop on you guys. And they're really bad at it because you know they're too far away to actually hear. So. They're like basically doing the lean in, and still not hearing. Like you can you can tell that they're basically arguing with themselves, trying to figure out how to get to a closer table.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: To you guys, use my charisma to fill my beer. You can you just, just like
1: hold up your hand and go fill my beer.
0: Oh, and the oh. the bartender just comes over lickety split. I bet Yes, he's, he's so charismatic. <laughs> But, um, so
1: you guys are going to head
0: north. Whoa. I yeah. these guys are eavesdropping and we don't do anything about it. You want to, okay. We can, we can start with the, with the city. Well, ball. okay. Eric, do you need to stop for tonight? And we can.
2: I want to flip this the up. table and start a fight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I love
1: starting. I absolutely love starting everything with Barb brawls. That's a, a personal
0: for me, um, so I'm these sitting. Guys. So we're sitting at a table. Me and Eric. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Pierre Patrick and Patrick McTavish. Pierre, and Pierre, we we
1: are sitting at Patrick a table
0: McTavish. with anyone else? Just us? Yeah,
1: it's just you two guys for now.
0: And I were chatting it up, yeah. regaling in the good old days of whatever happened. I don't know
1: of no. the old country.
0: Yeah, Canada. Canada. You, old, you two can.
1: Country. You two can. You two can decide whether you know each other or don't, or if this is a first encounter.
0: Uh, you know what? We'll say it's our first encounter. But Patrick McTavish was so charming. I had him. <laughs> he sat down, and we're we're fast friends. Okay, um, love it. Yeah. So here we are. So I see. I see these four yahoos eavesdropping on our seemingly benign conversation.
3: All right.
0: Okay, that's what I, that's, my perception has told me this? Yep. Okay. Have we already been contracted by Oswald? Nope, this is, okay. he
1: basically um, uh, has put the money on the table, and if you guys decide to. Oh, so he's met with us? He he has sat down and introduced himself and explains that he would like, uh, basically, a spot cleared up, uh, up here on uh, Chestnut Hill.
0: And they're, this is separate from the people that are eavesdropping on us. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. All
1: right. Uh, Do you mention anything to the two people sitting
0: at the table? Uh, pardon, Monsieur Oswald, but uh, we seem to have some listeners. And then I point to the four men that are eavesdropping.
3: I'll just keep sipping my now full beer.
4: All right.
3: <laughs> See if, um, okay.
1: Uh Oswald asks uh where?
0: Uh over there. They uh are trying to be discreet but they are not doing a very good job at it. Okay, doke Then you you point over there discreetly cuz yeah. I am discreet. <laughs> okay.
1: Um all right. He uh kind of nonchalantly uh, takes a look and like starts, uh, uh, we'll say, uh, let me check Oswald's background here, but cursing under his breath kind of goes, well, um, kind of a little bit of a question. Uh, He puts... uh, Couple more dollars down on the ground is like on the table in front of them. And we'll say you guys are in a mid class type bar. It's not the type of bar you would like expect to get knifed in the back, but it's not by any, you know, it's like a Denny's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, at a, we're at a Revolutionary War <laughs> Denny's. Okay. Yes. Oh, I got it. Great. Um, But
1: uh, he puts, there's like, is there any way? I can have you all help with a little bit of a distraction so I can go out the side door there.
0: For $2? Oh, uh, no. Is that what you put down, $2, two extra dollars? He, he basically put
1: down his hand and there's money, you know there's money underneath of it. Okay. Uh, Eric, you could use a charisma or I guess breaking bones check. To either convince him to let go of it by snapping his wrist or being charming. it depends on your
2: route. <laughs> I've had a few beers. I'm going to go with strength
3: here.
0: Let's go after him. Let's break an arm. You want to break the guy that's paying us an arm? Mm. All right. (laughs) Monsieur McTavish. (laughs) I'm three deep. What do you need? If you want to break an arm, let's uh, go break the arm of those who are spying on us, not the one who is paying us. That sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. Uh, With that, we get up and walk to the table. I have my mug in my right hand. All right. And uh who's the uh whoever the biggest one of this four is, I pour my beer out on his head and I say, You've got our attention. <laughs> right, because he right. needs a distract and Oswald needs a distraction, right? Yes, yes, he does. Okay, so we take the money, whatever money he proffered us, because I'm not leaving that money on the table. Walk over there, pour the beer on the biggest guy's head. And say, "You have our attention." And
2: Eric stand is back or, about ten feet from from Pierre. Yeah, but just
0: cross my arms. Patrick, he's flexing. He looks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What what happens now? Uh, <laughs> PM. So now
1: they get up and they take off. their uh the big guy goes to jump up and punch you instantly and the uh, there are i will say there are four four guys um, middle-aged just uh, look like they can take care of themselves but uh, uh the one of them's a little bit smaller but a little bit more well-tempt and he Grabs the soul he grabs the uh, arm of the one that's about to jump up, and he slowly stands up and slowly unbuttons his uh, brown jacket. And uh, when he takes off his jacket, you can see the red coat sitting underneath
3: of it. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of uh, start unbuttoning their jackets to
1: reveal that they are uh, definitely continental British soldiers
3: excuse me yeah and uh the whole arc kind of goes quiet so
2: you had poison but it wasn't hemlock did you
0: me yeah i have wasp poison (laughs) i I have a vial of wasp poison should i pull it out and be like ha
3: (laughs) So, um,
1: uh, make a. Let's see, we need. Uh, we're we're just kind of doing this part a little bit off the cuff. Uh, make a uh, perception check, both of you, again. So it's that wisdom. Uh, fourteen. Ten. 10? Okay. The soldiers are not getting, there's a lot of whispering going on in the room, and uh, none of it is overly favorable to the uh,
2: men in red. Okay. We both realize this? Yep. Okay, I'm going to step forward next to Pierre.
0: All right. Uh, I'm going to lean in towards the, uh, to the shorter soldier mm-hmm. and, uh, or whoever the one that restrained the big guy. Yeah. I'm going to lean into him.
1: You, you notice a, uh, you being a veteran when he unbuttoned his jacket, you noticed uh, a sergeant's
0: okay um i'm gonna lean in i'm gonna do a i'm not very charismatic but uh i would say it is good that your jacket is red because if you continued uh, upon this path it will hide what i'm about to do to you and I don't think any of the patrons in this establishment would be upset if I did. All right. do I need to roll for anything? Yeah.
1: um you can roll that as a intimidation yeah or as a uh, I guess yeah, I would just go with that's just straight up intimidation.:
0: Is there a modifier? Um, it's charisma. Ah, uh, nothing. Awesome. 13.
3: All right. Uh, let's see here. They,
1: uh, do not look overly impressed. Um, is there, uh, if only there was a, like six foot nine person who was very good at, uh, appealing to crowds, Yeah. Uh, Standing next
0: to you, I know.
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my hands in my fist, and I'm going to say, "Maybe you're not in the right pub. Maybe you're Bob, not in the Bob. right ale house.
1: <laughs> you're not in the right pub. Bob. Very Wolverine.
2: <laughs> All right. You know, maybe your All colors right. don't run." this pub
3: <laughs> there you go so
1: um you would either be rolling a now that would be a straight up intimidation check so roll a d20 and uh plus your charisma and then plus two a three <laughs> three
0: <laughs> yeah. so we're your, not doing good barely win Christmas Patrick plus McTavish four. has had a few. He's not so intimidating.
1: Right. Well, um, so they uh, they they do not seem overly intimidated. So uh, we're going to roll initiative, which basically
2: Can I just means break uh, the table.
1: Yep, yeah, that's that's you're like, well, plan A didn't work. Here's a table smash. Okay, uh,
0: uh, t- two. Two. So I'm not going first. You
1: are not. So it is D20 plus your dex. Four.
0: Oh. Three.
1: Three. And so five. Or, well, three plus your dex.
0: No. So. And then look at that. A roll in 18. Huh? That would have been great. All right. Well, they all start. Oh, wait. Do we have starting hit points? You haven't established. Yeah. We're,
1: uh, I was, I was kind of hoping the charisma was going to work here, but, uh, so, um, honestly, let's have that, uh, unless you guys want to punch it out, do you guys want to try punching it out a little bit or
0: for like the last eight minutes? I, I mean, if Eric's got the time. All right. Well, I mean, this is a great cliffhanger too. Yeah. yeah, let's leave it off let's, right here.
1: Yep. All right. But basically, yeah, they kick over the table, um, and that's where we'll start it for uh, for hit points. Uh, Eric, I will send you the thing. Yours is ten for your first level, and plus your uh, Constitution mark modifier. Jake, yours is um, for a ranger. It is also 10 plus your constitution modifier. Okay. That's not too
0: bad. Current hit points, 11. Okay. okay. Cool. And All right, well, let's cut it off there.
1: Yep. And I will send you guys, uh, if you don't mind, Jake, I'll uh, show you how to do the other couple of things. And then Eric, uh, I can show you real quick next time how to finish up your character. And, or I can also send you... Okay. a link
0: oh, awesome. To, uh, awesome that was yeah. fun yeah all right well so, thank you everyone for joining us and I'm super excited to, to see where this goes <laughs> I'm very very fun all right thank you and everyone have a great week talk to y'all later